When one is blessed with the gift of responsibility, there should be a sobering reality to that. We might use the example of parents in regards to their children. A sobering reality of parents' responsibility in raising the children, not only providing for all their natural needs, but doing all that one reasonably can to help them come to know, to love, and to serve God. As parents know, or if it's a business owner and how they tend to their employees, or if it's people tending to their elderly parents, whoever has particular responsibility for souls, it is indeed a very, very important role. And with some of those roles, they can have a certain prestige to them, some position of authority, for example, in government or in work, in family roles. Today, it's very clear the warning from our prophet Malachi to the priests. Clergy, by the very roles that they have been called to by God and the graces that they have been given God, there's a certain dignity to the office itself that is fitting and proper because it's a reflection of God's grace in the office of the person that is entrusted the graces to be distributor of sacraments, for example. I can assure you it's very easy anytime one is put in a position of some sort of reverence that it can quickly and easily go to one's head. It'd be very easy to live a priestly life, for example, in a very luxurious way in today's world. The good people of God often want to spoil their priests with sweets and treats. And they have to learn how to use them well. They have to be careful to be sure that they're living the gospel and being a witness to others. Here's the warning of Malachi. And now, O priest, this commandment is for you. If you do not listen, if you do not lay it to heart to give glory to my name, says the Lord of hosts, I will send a curse upon you, and your blessing I will make a curse. So very clear that just being a priest, a deacon, a bishop, while by its office God always allows the grace to go out to the people of God, it's so very important that we encourage, we pray, we challenge our clergy to be holy interiorly. I tie this to the gospel today because there were people at the time of Jesus who were in prestigious roles, the scribes, the Pharisees, and they were noted, as Jesus would call them out, for having all these external things that look good, but he was able to see into their soul that it was not reflecting the goodness of God, and he was calling them out to something greater. The readings today provide such great insight to us. We heard in that gospel at the ending, the greatest among you must be your servant. Whoever exalts himself will be humbled, and whoever humbles himself will be exalted. 
It can be a great temptation, not just for a deacon, a priest, but for a bishop. The place of honor is very evident, even within the cathedral. The office itself, which it is to reflect of the role of the bishop, the graces of the bishop, are to be held with great honor and great reverence. But woe to the one, myself or others, who are not living the life as Christ desires. God will humble us unless we are humble. I learned a very beautiful lesson last night sitting at the feet of some very humble people. They all had white t-shirts on, khaki slacks kind of looking things with the word inmate. I was so blessed to fit at the, sit at the feet of these beloved souls who had come to Mass in the Springfield prison. And I was so struck during Mass by their profound humility. One of them said to me, this is the best thing that ever happened in my life because I found Christ. My life was going the wrong way. They themselves had all kinds of privileges formerly and now have been taken away for a period of time. They can either become truly humbled, which I've seen so beautifully in them, because they realized they needed God. And living in a comfortable, easy world like we do today, lay men and women consecrated us as clergy, it's very, very easy to take for granted everything that we have. They have so little, but they are learning the lessons of life that even you and I will have to learn in this life or in purgatory. The importance to be humble, to give glory and honor to God, to give our lives in service of him as best we can, and realizing that God will bring great things even out of the greatest hardships of our lives. So when humiliations come our way, discouragements, frustrations for the things that don't go the way we want, I hope that I will remember this time with the inmates and how they taught me to be humble, how they taught me to be grateful. Their gratitude was so profound. One said, I was so excited I couldn't even sleep last night because we were having Mass and I'd get to see my mother. One said, I haven't seen my mother in five years. And the mother said, I haven't slept three nights because I was so excited to come. Humility and humiliations are so very important in the spiritual life. So much so that in the Catechism, it speaks of humility as the foundation of all the spiritual life. To be lowly before God, to be lowly in reverence towards others. I really felt last night like they had the seats of honor because they taught me the importance 
of reliance on God because they knew there was nothing else they could rely on. Let's pray that we come to know that and experience that in a very deep way interiorly so that we can follow the call and the embrace of this gospel. The greatest among you must be your servant. Whoever humbles himself will be humbled, but whoever humbles, whoever exalts himself will be humbled, but whoever humbles himself will be exalted.